Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. It is time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gifts and don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My next guest is Cassandra Cummings. She's a leading wealth and investment strategist and founder of the Stocks and Stilettos Society. It's the fastest growing online community of more than 100,000 women investors who are leveraging the power of investing to achieve their wealth building goals. She's a licensed financial advisor, investor, and speaker. Cassandra provides her knowledge and guidance to empower others on financial literacy. People everywhere should recognize her talent as we will at this point. Please welcome to Money Making Conversations Masterclass, Cassandra Commons. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so you, for having me. Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, you're on the West Coast. You're based in Oakland, California. Yes, I'm here um, right across from San Francisco and uh, go Warriors. <laughs> oh, that's true. They, that's true. They, they're in the playoffs, <laughs> right. which is a good thing. But I don't think the Warriors are keeping you in Oakland, California or in California. Why Oakland, California? Uh, were, you, were you just like using social media, using the Internet to build your brand? But why Oakland, California? Why are you, why are you there? Um, well, I'm here because this is home for me and there's no place like home. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, I came back because there's a certain type of energy. There's a certain type of grit that I learned while being here. And I felt like I needed that energy uh, once again in my life. So I circled back after making a few pit stops and I'm back home now. Those pit stops. I always tell people, like, I've lived in New York. I've lived in Chicago. I mean, really live. I mean, years. Lived in Los, Los Angeles the longest, 15 years. And presently, I've been in Atlanta since 2007. So it's about 15 years here. But I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Each stop 
made me a better person, made me understand that different people in different parts of this country think differently, have a different set of cultural rules, and also have different dreams. In your travels, in the places that you said you had these pit stops, how did they impact you and made you the person that you are today? Well, I had a couple of pit stops. I, too, lived in L.A. for um, quite a long time. I think it was about 10 years. I finished school down there at USC. And then from USC, I wasn't quite ready to go home yet. Mm -hmm. And so I ventured out to Houston, Texas. I actually was pursuing a career as a broadcast journalist. And so I had some opportunities to go out there and uh, really work on the craft of becoming uh, a news reporter and had dreams of becoming a news anchor. And um, then I had to grow up. I had to actually go back to what I knew best. And that was, you know, the money industry and ended up coming back to the West Coast where um, I started my career in financial services with AIG. Well, you know, I, I don't really use the word grow up. You know, because a lot of people, if I was kids, a lot of people out there immature. I think that the realization of where your true gifts are your challenge, that's why I talk about your gifts or your purpose. You know, mm-hmm. lead with it. You know, that's what you're doing now. You're leading with your true gifts. Just because you want to do something, like I wanted to play basketball, but I just knew that that wasn't my gift, nor was that my purpose. And so what you just realize is that this is my true gift. Take advantage of it. I remember I would tell you, I wrote on my, I was living in LA. It was October 9th, 1991. And I had a, I said, God, if you allow me to maximize all of my talents and I will follow the talent that will lead me to my, where I'm supposed to go. Because we all, as we, if, when we are young, we have so many visions of grandeur about what we can do, what, but no goal or tie, is tied to it. That's what I felt that, you're back in the financial world because you put goals to it and the goals come expectations. And when you reach those expectations, you start reaping results. Whereas I was one time in the entertainment business, I was a very successful stand-up comic. I just didn't, I couldn't become goal-oriented with that. You're going for audition. Then they tell you, some people say they like you. Then they don't call you back. They call you back. Then somebody else gets it. See, I can't tie goals to that. I'm just a, a logical right. thinking person. So I just think you're just a logical thinking person. Am I correct, Cassandra? Absolutely. But, you know, make no mistake about it. I've definitely endured a lot of rejection. Um, that was really filled in the news broadcasting world. Got a lot of no's, sent out a lot of demo tapes. Um, and I would have to, you know, have to say that's been the case even in financial services. You have a lot of clients that don't necessarily establish rapport with you. They don't necessarily want to work with you. That's a, you know, a subtle form of rejection as well. And I mean, I too have fired clients because it just wasn't a good personality fit or you know, they were looking for something that I may not have been able to successfully deliver on. So, I mean, I think it's just a everyday part of life dealing with those no's and those no's they make you pivot so you right. end up having to change course <laughs> and that's okay because sometimes when one door closes right as they say another door opens and sometimes it could be the grand prize in mm-hmm. that uh new door <laughs> mm-hmm. i agree i agree and i think that a lot of people don't realize that you know they feel they be they allow themselves to be blindsided by with their own goals and their goals might not be the right goal for them. I know that, and that's why I wanted to bring you on the show because just looking at your your body of work, it it has it has tied to journeys. It is tied to decision making, and oftentimes when you are, and I have to say that when you are an attractive woman, then a lot of people will not give you the cre- due credit 
because of your attractiveness. Am I wrong in making those statements like that? Absolutely. Um, I've always sort of played my beauty down a little bit um, for the most part. And I would say in recent years, I told myself I'm not playing small. This is who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that I have the brains that comes with a pretty face. Right. And I need to actually <laughs> use that as an asset. You, 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 you weren't trying to ugly yourself up no more, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I just, you know, just learn how how to put on some eyelashes and some lip gloss. But, you know, before then, <laughs> you know, it was just really like, you know, this is who I am. And coming from Oakland, you know, we don't do a lot of beautification here, mm-hmm. I-, I would say. You know, we grew up, wasn't a lot of, you know, provocative clothing and things like that. We were really from the town and we had a different way of maneuvering here that didn't really require you to flex your beauty, you really had to show and prove in different ways and not lead with your face. So I learned that. But as I started to make those pit stops, I saw really how advantageous, you know, pretty has privileges. And I really needed to use that to my advantage. Absolutely. You know, like, look at me, I got my suit on. You know what I'm saying? I got my suit on. I'm trying to be as pretty as I can. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to look as pretty as I can. So you're talking to the right person. Hey, (laughs) work it. You looking handsome over there. I like that. I like that because, you know, (laughs) as we go through life, you know, you have to like put all of your, your, all your bullets in the gun. You know what I'm saying? It's just start shooting. And you want to make sure you, you shoot your best shot. And so, and so that's, but the one thing that we know that, that you lead with is your intellect. You lead with your brand. You lead with the fact that you have, you can provide a strategy or financial goals that can change people's lives. Tell me a little bit how you came to be a wealth and investment strategist. It was really from my college mentor. Um, her name is Angela. And I mean, this woman is, was, a powerhouse. And, you know, I wanted to emulate her. Right. And I saw her moving and shaking. She was a bond trader here um, at Pacific Stock Exchange. She worked in finance. And I was like, I want to be like her when I grow up because I came from, you know, very humble beginnings, poor on welfare. And I had an opportunity to now have a mentor, have someone that could you know, get my foot in the door and really show me the ropes. Um, And so that was really my introduction to financial services. It was my introduction to really putting myself out there to help others. She is so generous with her time, with her knowledge. And that's something that I just wanted to emulate. And it just really became a part of who I am now. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now, and you say who you are. So now you are a mentor. Yes. Now you are a leader. Now what responsibility comes with that? Yes. (laughs) Tons. (laughs) I mean, I never imagined the impact Mm -hmm. that I would have. Like I saw the impact she had, Mm -hmm. but I think I have definitely 10x that in I definitely did well, not you know, think. She had that impact on you before, you know, social media got out there, you know, had the oh, impact yeah. before the internet became the craze. So, you know, she, she, her, her, she's a lot more intimate. 
a lot more personal. Yeah. Well, now, you know, you post up on LinkedIn, you post up on social media, people DM you and all these things. And yes. whether you will respond to them or not, sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you have to. Something You ask people to follow you, to build your brand and your relationships. <laughs> all of that. That's the world you live into. Now, you're the, you're the founder of the Stocks and Stiletto Society. What exactly yeah. is that? So it's an online community of women investors. And I mean, we've got women in there who are at the very beginning of their investing journey, haven't even bought their first stock. We've got women who are in there with, you know, multi-million dollar portfolios. So there are black women in there that run the gamut. And we really wanted to create this space where women could really feel comfortable about talking about money, whether it be questions like, you know, how do you even buy a stock? to, you know, I need to do tax loss harvesting. And so we wanted to create that space where women who were well seasoned in investing could also help and embrace the ones who were coming up in this investing game. And I think this community has done a great job of making sure that we leave no sister behind. Now, when you say uh, 100 women investors, is that a uh, is that a newsletter? Is there a Facebook club? Where where are, where are these where are these 100,000 women? I apologize. So we have currently we have about 96,000 in a Facebook group. Oh, that's powerful. Have, that's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. And then we have about 18,000 on our Facebook page and we have about 40,000 on Instagram. And so collectively when we look across all of our social media now, I mean, platforms, not including this, our this, emails, this is, this is some huge numbers. Now, I'm just gonna let you know that you, you know this is <laughs> this is this is uh, ninety six thousand in your Facebook group, which is you know if you watch Facebook, they run a lot of commercials encouraging people to join groups, you know, and then you also on your Facebook page you have eighteen thousand, yeah. and then on Instagram you got another forty thousand. Yeah. Now, do y'all do uh, uh, retreats? We do. We um, well, we do a signature event called the Stocks to Star Summit in Vegas every year, October sixth through the eighth, or the first weekend in October, and it is a party unlike any other. I mean, I've never seen a group of women come together around the idea of investing and have so much fun, and we learn from some of the top people in the industry. So it's both, you know, I call it edutainment. We come out, we have a good time. We learn how to grow our money and then we get to business. We get down to business after we leave there. Okay. Now, October 6th through the 8th. Okay. In October, in Vegas. What hotel y'all at? We're at the Aria. I'm We're doing big teams. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm big Aria team. got one of the best buffets in Vegas. I'm a buffet. I love oh, buffets. Yeah. I love buffets. Aria Hotel got one of the best buffets. Yeah. I mean, you go in there, <laughs> they, they got it all up in there. Aria. Now, see, I just, <laughs> wanted, I just, wanted, I just wanted to test it. See, see, you know, my whole thing with Cassandra Commons, you know, I'm testing her. You know, I'm, you know, people come on this show, you know, they throw out numbers all the time and act, you know, well, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. But she just, she just set me back. You know, where we shine, ninety six thousand. You can round up if you want to. You 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 got you know mad. That's a hundred thousand. That's a, either way you say anything above point five, you round up anyway. That's a hundred thousand. That's a hundred thousand. Okay, now now now, if you really if you really think I'm fronting, eighteen thousand sitting over there. Okay. If you really think I'm fronting, forty thousand sitting over there. Now if you really think I'm fronting, uh, Vegas, you know, 
It's a multi-day event, you know, October 6th through the 8th, you know, uh, at the Aria. You know, we're not off no beaten track. We're at the Aria, you know, where you go in there, everything's controlling that hotel room by the phone. The phone controls everything. Turn on the, <laughs> the bathroom lights, bedroom lights, open the front door, back door, balcony, lower the shades, everything in the Aria. I know exactly <laughs> where you at. Woo! <laughs> right. We on the strip. On the strip. <laughs> I love it. So, how long have you had this uh, the Stocks and Stiletto Society been around, and when did it start? Um, well, we've been around since 2016, so six years, and it started after I left Merle Lynch. Um, I was talking with a friend, and I was just she telling dropping her, names you know, again. Really did she, did she drop the name again? She dropped the name again. She's, see, I just love talking. She just drops these names. I left Merrill Lynch, you know. Just left. Just, I had something to do. An Oakland girl here. I just started wearing lip gloss and eyelash a couple of weeks ago. You know, I've been, I've been winning naturally. I've been winning naturally. I just love it. What can I say? You know. I so, so I'm making money moves over here. You know, absolutely. So, so Merrill Lynch. And the reason I reason I bring that up because of the fact that in order to get respect, you have to be with respectable brands. And mm-hmm. when you're with respectable brands and you made the decision to lead that respectable brand, you have to have a goal. Now, that goal might not yeah. happen immediately, but you know that, okay, what they're doing doesn't fulfill me. And there's a lot of people watch my show, listen to my show, don't are trapped in jobs because they're afraid to change. They're afraid of the unknown. I'm pretty sure there was some fear tied to this. How did you overcome that fear of the unknown, Cassandra? You know, I would have to say it had to be my circle. You know, it was my circle that was rooting for me. They were my cheerleaders. They were like, you got this, sis, you going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I had a very difficult time really finding my lane afterwards because I had been trained to do things a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so I had to unlearn those things and reprogram myself. To, to really go out here and serve in a different capacity. And so it took me about a year to kind of catch my footing. But I did have a conversation with one friend and she was like, you need to start a Facebook group. And I'm like, what is that? You know, because we couldn't really be on social media like that with the firm. And once I opened up the Facebook group, I had about 50 people. And before I knew it, I had like 5,000 people. And it just took off from there. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, let's go back to the uh, Las Vegas event. Yeah. Now, what, what what prompted that type of retreat? And, you know, we talked on, we really didn't go to, can you break down what happens on each day? Are there like um, seminars, are there speakers? Because I know there's entertainment. You're in yeah. Vegas. There's entertainment. What What is the, yeah. what is the takeaway <laughs> from that type of event from a standpoint of uh, education? Yeah, so um, we make sure you get educated for sure in a different realms of investing. So day one is our VIP day. They come out and they actually have two master classes. So we have two amazing speakers come out and they both teach our VIP ladies something um, that's going to help propel them, right? And then when we get to day two, which is the general sessions, we basically have morning breakout sessions and that's going to be either between options or day trading and then we have afternoon breakout sessions and that's going to be really centered around um let me remember um 
I can't remember off the top of my head, but we have right. two probably like crypto and something else, right? They're side hustles. So crypto and side hustles. So morning we do options and day trading. In the afternoon, we do crypto and um, side hustles. Then on the third day is when we have our panels. So we have a real estate panel. We have an angel investing panel. Um, we have a, a entrepreneurship panel this year. Um, we talk about a lot of things that help women take have some takeaways that they can actually go and act on right away. So we give them actionable gems and it's not a bunch of fluff. You know, I'm really big on, you know, getting away from the rah, rah, rah and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I want people to have things that they can go and put into place when they leave this event. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. I'm going to tell you something, you know, because I'm I'm really impressed with you and not saying that I it wasn't impressed with you before you came on the show, but you have a certain style. I think it's very, um, very comfortable. I think that's important, especially when you're dealing with with your money, people money. You want to be comfortable around somebody you're giving your money to. You don't ever want to be nervous about <laughs> handing your money <laughs> across the table with anybody. Now, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Yeah. Okay. Lord knows the black community keeps getting left behind because we don't know, we don't trust. You know, Lord, you know, we, we just took our money out of the mattress, you know, 30 years ago, okay? <laughs> and, right. And, and we still in black communities dealing with these check cashing places and don't know anything about apps, don't even know anything about Zelle, anything, okay? This yeah. is true talk, okay? <laughs> I, want to, I want to turn into a couple, of, a couple of things into little snippets for you. Can you talk to the black community about why they should be involved with the Bitcoin and then separately talk to them about cryptocurrency? 
Uh, well, Bitcoin is definitely the granddaddy of cryptocurrency. Um, it's been around, I believe, about 20 years now. It's been around for a long time. 12, maybe 12 years. And so, you know, like I'd say with Bitcoin, it takes time to get to a certain level of, you know, investment success with anything, right? You've got to have sort of like this long-term view, even with crypto. So Bitcoin has definitely gotten a lot of buzz, a lot of media attention and things like that, because it has definitely come into its time, right? It's 40 something thousand. Now, if you want to buy Bitcoin, you can still buy Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a full coin. So if you want to put $1,000 on Bitcoin, $500 on Bitcoin, you can. And you can still, you know, make money off of that. There are tons of altcoins. We call those altcoins. And so Mm -hmm. those are your Doge coins, your Shiba coins and things like that that you can get into that are really, really inexpensive. And so you can put in $500 and walk away with like, you know, 500,000 shares of a coin by investing in some of these altcoins that may have the potential to rise and increase as much as Bitcoin. So that's really what the game is now. People are looking for the next Bitcoin in cryptocurrency. Um, The other thing too, that's really big in crypto right now is really investing in coins that are tied to the metaverse. I was just talking to someone this morning about, you know, coins that are heavily involved in digital real estate in the metaverse. And so a lot of people are starting to allocate money and it could be a small amount to some of these coins like Gala and Decentraland and things like that, that are heavily connected with the metaverse and digital real estate. So there are really good opportunities, especially for black people to get in with very little money and, you know, very little risk um, with crypto. So you know why I'm laughing, right? Digital, metaverse, none of that's real. None of that, none of that, none of that. (laughs) It's not real. You know, black people thought stock market wasn't real at one point. Well, I I know where IBM is at. I I know where the Home Depot is. I go, I I, I can lose some money at Home Depot, get mad at Home Depot. Digital real estate. Uh, Huh? Huh? And that's the part that we have to cross that line over understanding the reality of with NFTs. You know, you know, the college athletes learning about uh, NILs, all these things. Uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're fast moving into a society where education really may never catch up with us. So it means yeah. that the ability to be a participant may never be an opportunity. And so bringing you on my show at least helps us understand that there are people like us. There's a community mm-hmm. of women out there who don't yeah. want to be average, who don't want to be left in the back, who want to be able to say, how can I be a part of this? Now, you have a little program called Build a Bag of Wealth. <laughs> I, I think yeah. that's the best way to close up with you in this interview. But also, I, want, I have a show. I do my show live on Tuesdays on the WCLK campus. I take phone calls. I'd love to invite you on my live show. It also plays back Absolutely. on my national platform, but you are so engaging. And whenever I bring an investor on, somebody talking about stock, the phones light up. And that's why I know these black folks want to know how to make some money. I mean, I can bring on celebrities, no calls. I bring on a, somebody talking about stock, Oh, they find their way to that phone. So I know there's education that they want, but the opportunity to participate, they're being left out on. So talk about your build a bag of wealth. 
Yeah. So build a bag is a program that um, I came up with to teach women and men. It's actually open to everyone um, how to trade options and options are contracts um, to buy stocks. You're not obligated to buy them. But oftentimes, you know, we don't have a lot of money to get into the stock market to buy the Amazons, to buy the Googles, um, because they're just really priced, you know, extremely high. But if you learn how to trade contracts, you can still make money off of Amazon or IBM or Home Depot, what have you, with very little money. And so we have designed this program called Build a Bag, where we show people how to go from $500 to $5,000 in typically about a month and a half to two months. <laughs> see, see, <laughs> I, see, see. See, uh, I'm, about, I'm about to talk, talk to my staff. So we should just start it off with that conversation. <laughs> $500 to $5,000. You know, so right. uh, we're going to book you on my show. My Money Make Money Master Clay. I'm, I'm, I'm firing some people off the show to bring you on this one. Okay? They <laughs> no, need to just hear. show them how to trade options. Oh, then, they need you know, to hear. Okay, we're going to start off with the $500 to $5,000 in a month. We're going to start that conversation off. Immediately, but right. you've been fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad you contacted me. I'm glad we contacted you. It was it was a synergy. My people were reaching out to you, and you naturally reached out to me. Know that you'll be Thank hearing you. from me again. I want to bring you on my live show. It's just like this. A very fun NPR. It airs on a lot of 20 HBCU campuses, seven one stations nationwide. We're the number one weekend show on Black radio in America. But more importantly, you are number one in my financial heart. Now, okay, we're gonna we're gonna win together here, girl. Bye. <laughs> $500 to $5,000 in a month. We got to talk. I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation Masterclass. Thank you. If you want to see or hear any of my interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I am Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. Thank you.